Come join Libby and Molly, the ladies of Consignment Chats, as we build a resourceful community of collaborative resellers. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Episode 78 of Consignment Chats. Libby, how you doing today? Excellent. Thank you. It's one of our favorites. I feel like I say that every episode because I think we're just loving every episode. I know. We're doing I know. We got we to gotta come up with a new, new thing. Right? I feel like I'm always saying that because I'm just so excited every time we record. Y'all, it's C-Chat's Spotlight time. And what so, is that, Libby? What are we doing on C-Chat Spotlight? We're highlighting a business person. All right. Let's business go check it out. Person. Here we go. We're going to go meet this business person. All right, y'all, as promised, we have our C-Chat Spotlight guest here today. This is Matt. Matt, I'm going to start you out because everybody hears us talk enough and let you tell everybody who you are, the name of your business, and where you're located. Very good. So my name is Matt Miles. Uh, We're located in Palmerton, Pennsylvania, uh, not too far away from the Slatington area. Uh, My business is Den Decor Depot. And uh, we've been around, um, I actually started in resale with my mom and dad back around like 2001, that time frame. Uh, both of my parents were out of work then. Um, I had about, I was about halfway through college at that point. And uh, my mom had started going to local farm auctions and uh, picking up things to sell. And uh, she had a booth at White, there was a little booth called Weissport, um, Weissport Antique Mall. Mm-hmm. And I'd helped her out there, uh, moving furniture, you know, doing all the, the things a college boy would do and, um, you know, cleaning that sort of stuff and then helping price. And uh, then, then she got larger and moved it to um, Slatington Marketplace. Back then it used to be called, I think, the bus stop. And bus uh, depot, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, so we were, she was there through uh, 2018. Um, I went through a, a divorce in 2016 and a job change and came back to the area. And uh, through a partner of mine, we started our own booth at Slatington. And then in 2018, my mom retired, I bought her out. And uh, in February of 2020, we actually moved out of the Slatington marketplace completely. Um, We all know what happened right after that in 2020. Mm -hmm. And it turned out to be a really, really smart move on our part. We went completely online. Uh, We had two Etsy stores going. And then um, I just started on eBay in November of last year, 2021, and uh, we've got a top seller status. We are star sellers on eBay, and um, that's about where we are today. So uh, it's a hobby. It's a hobby for us. Um, We both have full-time jobs. Um, However, really since ramping up the eBay side, um, which I had sold a few things on eBay previously, but not, you know, not hard um, into it. Uh, but I went down, a friend of mine introduced me to, um, uh, someone named Harry Tornado on YouTube. I'm sure you guys are all familiar with him. Yes. And, and, uh, starting with that, I went down the, the, um, the proverbial rabbit hole of reselling on YouTube and realized that, Hey, there's a lot of really great information out there and really kind of stepped our game up. And, um, our goal is that, my full-time job will be replaced by the end of this year with our business. And hopefully by the end of the following year, um, you know, my, my current wife can join on and, and it will be a, a full-time partnership that way. So wow. baby steps, but we're getting there. That's our, that's, that's our goal. Awesome. I love that. Wow. 
Oh my gosh. I'm just so like blown away by that. It's just, there's so much in there to talk about. <laughs> I, don't, really, I know. It really is. <laughs> yeah. I love that whole story. I want to back up to the very beginning because you have something sure. happen with Libby that I know nothing about. And I swear next time I come up that way, I've got to wet my feet and the whole auction thing. Okay. I've yeah. never done an auction. Oh, auctions are auctions are pretty big around here. There's uh, several several different auction houses. Um, and it's really, I think it has roots in, in the Pennsylvania Dutch culture that's very prevalent up here. Mm -hmm. And uh, there are, you know, there's some ma the major players, um, but there's also some smaller auction houses too that run. And you can either go to the estate, uh, the farm, right on site and, and purchase, uh, do a lot of bulk buying at auctions, uh, too so much bulk I'm buying. I'm probably going to be seeing you at auction. I'm probably going to be seeing you now that I recognize you. I'm yes. probably going to see you at uh, some auctions. I don't do it uh, very often, mm -hmm. um, but my son and I, he's, he's uh, in high school, okay. are very, very into it. So we love to do that together. It intimidates yeah. me so badly. I don't know why I am so intimidated by this whole idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's i'll tell you the first the first couple times that you throw your card up you're like oh my gosh what am i doing what am i doing but it's once you get into a rhythm and a flow of it it's it, you know you kind of know a lot of times you can do a preview ahead of time so you know what's there uh, as far as your product goes so you can do your comps ahead of time so you know in the back of your head or you have a, a notepad however you you decide to do it and then you just kind of go through and say okay this is up um, I know what I want to pay in the back of my mind. Um, and it's a little bit of, a little bit of poker too. You kind of got to know your crowd, know who's bidding on what and sort of figure out, okay, am I going to get bid up or am I pretty safe on this one? It's, but it's a lot of fun. And it's like, I always come home exhausted after an auction, just mentally and physically, of course, because you load yeah. everything up then, but yeah. it's such, it's a thrill. It's really, it's really a thrill. Um, it's almost like a sporting event. And it's it is yes auctions are my sport that's what I'm yes. going to start saying because I say right. shopping is Molly's sport shopping yeah mine auctions are definitely definitely <laughs> a sport there's strategy there's there's um you know there's victory there's defeat there's everything in it so it's a, definitely a lot of fun. I from being so hesitant like many years ago like I've been doing auctions for a long time but many years ago you know when you first go and you know, I would hesitantly raise my thing. And now I'm like at the point where I embarrass my family because if they don't see my card, like these are country auctions, right? I'm just oh, yeah. yelling out. You're yelling. Yup. Yep. <laughs> yep. Mom. Yeah. Still yeah. intimidates me. I, I'll have to go when I come up next time. We're going to have to go to one. I can. All right. Uh, All right. We'll do. Oh, throw yeah. that number up. You're like, yep. <laughs> so you have to make sure they to see you up in there huh yeah okay. oh yeah you have to you have, you have to. to that's just and you know people have their signature calls like it's not always yep and like hey or you know whatever but you get to yeah know I'm, the I'm more of a hey guy I'm more of a hey guy like a real short hey and you know because it it snaps snaps their attention over yeah. so I like the yup so if you hear that if you hear that in the crowd you'll know <laughs> Um, oh boy. So, all right. So where can somebody, I think you kind of already answered this question, but I'm going to sure. ask you like, so if somebody's looking for you, we're going to link up the information for your business. Mm -hmm. Um, but it sounds like you're primarily on eBay and Etsy still. Yeah. eBay and Etsy. Um, I have a few things on Mercari. I haven't had much luck over there. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't really have a whole lot of clothing. So, it, and most of what I have is some, 
some vintage stuff, uh, like 90, 80s and 90s uh, sports, NASCAR, that sort of thing. So it does mm-hmm. much better on eBay. So I don't really do Poshmark. Um, but yeah, eBay primarily, Etsy is, uh, is sort of our secondary. We sort of, we started with Etsy, um, but that's sort of eBay's king daddy. And we're, we learned that a little bit the hard way. We could have really been involved, like probably a little bit more in the last two years, but, um, you know, it's the, one of those things you stay with your comfort zone until you try to break out of it. So it like auctions intimidate me. eBay intimidates a lot of resellers. It's, but once you master it, it's, it's, oh, it's so easy. And, and, you know, I, I'm sure that'll dovetail into a little bit further as getting people who might want to start. I mean, I, I can honestly say start on eBay. It is, it is the easiest way you will always find whatever you're trying to sell 99.9998% of the time you will find what you're trying to sell, whether it's sold before or it's selling now on eBay period. And that makes things so much easier compared to other, other platforms. And your reach is just like, yeah, we're, we're constantly yes. on that soapbox. Like your reach is just incredible. I was yeah. about to say, he's the same school as we are. We tell everybody yeah. all the time, if you're just starting out, start with ebay first yes just go ahead and start there because everything else if you decide to add it is a cakewalk yeah so it sounds like you get a lot of your inventory at auctions and you know locally Mm -hmm. and i was interested because it seems like you have a a specific niche like den decor right and it kind Mm -hmm. of has like that man cave kind of exactly yeah that's that's what i've what i've always had an interest in and actually my mom was really good at it and so i picked up you know a lot of her knowledge over the years and uh you know it's old beer signs um right now like i have a whole flood of like older like nascar and auto racing and automotive Mm -hmm. um inventory up right now um old sports memorabilia you know those types of things, those types of collectibles. Um, we do a little bit of retail arbitrage. Um, I haven't, I haven't been really good at it. Part of it is probably because I, I don't have the patience. <laughs> um, I'm more of a fast nickel than a slow dime type of guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of times with collectibles, you can, you can price it right and take good photos and it's in and out of your shop very quickly. So yeah, um, especially that, in that genre. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, that's sort of where we're at, um, you know, with what we're doing. Um, people are always spending money on their, on their man cave or, you know, their she shed, you know, for certain things. Like my wife has a bunch of glassware that we're going to start putting up and um, you know, those types of things where that's where we've been and that's what we've done well with. And that's kind of where we're headed. You know, I've got some VHS tapes and things too, but mostly that's where we are is that, um, that you know den decor think of the man cave think of um you know that's that space that entertainment space that's what we cover i love that and how it's branded because you get a a feel for it like right off without ever even looking at your items like it definitely comes through with your branding which i think is just absolutely wonderful so guys check it out if you haven't um we're linking it up um okay so how is it working with your spouse so what kind of flow do you guys have so it's you know, like everybody once in a while, we do butt heads. I'm not going to say it's all sunshine and rainbows, but well, I'd yeah, say that goes without saying. <laughs> right. But I mean, a very good amount of the time we have, we share the same vision. So um, she has a lot of the same taste on my, on my side of the decor. Um, and I know nothing about what she does, but I'm willing to learn. So 
um, you know, her passion is glassware and um, sort of like that those 70s and 80s kind of um, uh, decor items too. Um, a little bit of mid-century, but mid-century is not really her thing. Um, mm -hmm. I know that's hot right now, so we're trying to learn what we can about mid-century as well. Um, but that 70s, 80s, and um, definitely like any kind of glassware. She loves glassware. So that's our, that's her passion. And we just kind of, our flow is, is, you know, she supports what I do. I support what she does. And we list together every night. We try to get our, our 10 to 15 done every night. Um, she helps pack, you know, um, she's always looking out for, hey, send offers on this on eBay. Nothing, another one popped up. So, you know, that's, that's kind of our flow. That's how we work. And it, it works out quite well. That sounds a little bit like you and Nick, Molly. I know. I like this. Yeah. My question is, though, because we do a lot of clothing, mm -hmm. um, some home goods. I, I'm just thinking your shipping area must be <laughs> pretty packed with peanuts and bubble wrap with all that glassware. And uh, it's yeah. Um, so what we do, we yeah, I mean, I I took um, Commonwealth Pickers um, shipping table plans and we have a setup like that which is nice, um, keeps things organized. We do go through a lot of bubble wrap. We go through um, a lot of peanuts, but it's funny when you ask people in your family who are all Amazon Prime members, hey, um, don't throw your packing materials <laughs> away, please. Yep. <laughs> it saves a ton of money in that aspect. So, you know, about, you know, once a week we go around to the family and gather up their, their garbage and bring it back. And <laughs> yep. But it's, it works out well. It works out really well. I have that same that same stocking in my uh, garage right now. Yeah, <laughs> Lots and of I am lucky enough to have a close friend that uh, works in a warehouse, so I get oh, a the... lot of um, recycled shipping supplies. So there you go. That works out too. <laughs> um, right. What advice would you give someone that was working with a partner or doing things with partners? Is there something that you've come across that you think has been really helpful to your um, you and your wife as you work together? Or something you should avoid. You could also say something you shouldn't <laughs> something do. <laughs> to avoid, yeah. Well, I mean, the biggest thing is you, you have to have good communication. You have to be open, you know, what your vision is for what's going on and what her vision is for what's going on. Sometimes they don't match, but it doesn't mean they don't have to mix. And that's, mm -hmm. that's the big thing is, you know, we, we always keep that line of communication open. We're always talking about it. We're always talking about what the goals are, where we're at. Um, she doesn't you know, she's more better with like the current finances, like, okay, we have this in the account, we need, you know, we can spend this at the next auction. I'm, you know, I have a background in sales, my day job is in sales. So, you know, I'm forecasting, I'm looking at past performance, I'm looking at where we can improve efficiencies that way. So, you know, you know, I can look at it and say, hey, you know, based on what we're doing right now, you know, yeah, we're on target, I can probably quit my job this year as long as we have, you know, X number of listings up and we're still making X number per listing, you know, knowing our numbers, that sort of thing. And, and um, you know, we've been fully supportive of each other. Um, she got a promotion recently at her day job, so she's not as cranky right now. <laughs> so, um, you know, in, in that aspect, things are pretty good with, um, with making sure that, you know, you know, she's not like, I need to quit my job. You know, for me, yeah. uh, I'm in industrial sales. We've been seeing a slowdown in the economy. Um, for a few months now. Um, so, you know, I'm, you know, at four years with the company I'm at, I'm still lowest on the totem pole. Um, you know, so I have to keep that in the back of my mind. And, um, you know, you know, keeping all that together in the conversation is, is really, really key when you're working with a partner. 
Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like you guys really play off of each other's strengths. I was going to say, as you were talking, I was like, yeah, she's good at this and I'm good at this. And then we kind of, you know, bring it together to make decisions. That's yes. That's amazing. That's my husband and I too. And it's nice because we both are strong in different ways and he's a banker and his goal is, I mean, he loves what he does, loves his job, but he's like, when I retire, we're going to be doing this together. (laughs) So even though he works his banking job, he still is all into what I do because he loves it. So, um, Mm -hmm. but I love listening to relationship because it's true. Having that, having opposite strengths to support each other makes a big difference. Definitely. And, and want like you have to, you have to speak up if there's something that you don't think is quite right. And you know, we, you know, it's not an argumentative thing at all. It's just, Hey, you know, I, I think we, we have enough glass right now. Or she'll say, you know, I think we have enough NASCAR stuff right now. And, and, you know, that having that balance too, cause I'll be like, Oh, but there's this deal on Facebook marketplace. And, mm-hmm. and, and she'll be like, mm, yeah, start listing. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, <laughs> but I say the same thing. She's like, Oh man, you know, you know, one of our contacts just told me she came across a bunch of class and I'm like, yeah, and you have a bunch you haven't listed yet either. So, you know, it's, <laughs> it's sort of that, you know, it's sort of that back, but you know, we keep each other in check and that, that helps out too, because if I were doing it myself, maybe I might go overboard on something and go, right. Oh crap. Well now what am I doing? And I flooded my own market. So, Done yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, Sorry. I mean, and, and yeah, where we're ahead. at, yeah, where we're at, I mean, because of that and because we have that same vision we've been able to grow i mean it's been exponential growth really especially getting into ebay and i i'm just amazed at how much you know my effort that i've put in how much things have grown so you know that's that's kind of like my biggest my biggest joy in what's going on you know that that effort we've put in has been a direct result which is pretty awesome I love that. So I, I really need to know it's not on the it's not in the question list, but okay, glassware takes up an enormous amount of space. It does. As do some of your items. How do you store it all? Well, we have a we have a 12 by 28 uh, garage and it is full. <laughs> it is okay, completely yeah. full. Um, the glassware we leave mostly out and displayed like on shelves um, so it's easier to see right now. Um, a lot of my stuff I can pack into, into either totes or put it on shelves and sort of inventory it that way. Say, okay, yeah, I know I've got it on like, you know, shelf 20, something along those lines, Mm -hmm. you know, or I've got, you know, a lot of the, the die cast cars and stuff are smaller, which is good. They're in, they're in regular plastic totes, 18 gallon totes. Um, so that's been a, that's been a godsend for us that way, but yeah, we have, we have a big garage that's full and we have your inventory co-mingle. Or is it's, it kind of you're in charge of each of your spaces? We co-mingle. Um, okay. Anything that's listed is in specific areas. Um, the death piles, money piles, whatever you want to call them, that's co-mingled. Money mountains, just kind of work. Yeah, the money mounts. Yeah, so, <laughs> yes, I mean, that, that's, that's co-mingled and that's sort of, you know, as it fits, but we're getting there (laughs) we're definitely getting there yeah and it's a constant it's just a constant struggle keeping and you know just when you think you have the perfect inventory all of a sudden you get something that doesn't fit in the space right yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) or you get somebody's estate or a big consignment drop off (laughs) yeah, yeah yeah so what advice would you give to somebody that was that was just starting or or thinking about starting 
So if you're thinking about starting or you're just starting, you know, if you're thinking about starting, do it. And if you're, if you're just starting, do it and do it small. Um, don't go into credit card debt. Um, there are places, in fact, if you're local to Pennsylvania, there's a neat little, um, cons- uh, not consignment, I'm sorry, a neat little uh, thrift shop in, uh, it's called Eldred Township Community Center. It's in Kunkeltown. Uh, near Blue Mountain Ski Area. They have a free rack. You could walk right in and there's a rack full of anything for free. Mm-hmm. Um, I've sold printer ink off of that rack. I've sold duffel bags off of that rack. Um, there's glassware we've sold off of that rack. You can literally walk into there, put things in a bag and walk out for zero cost. Like do not go to Goodwill with your credit card and rack up um, a ton of debt because that's not going to help you. Um, at all. And don't be afraid to sell things for two, three, and $4 uh, on eBay, because uh, one of the biggest things that I'm kind of getting into a little bit, because we amassed a huge collection of them. Um, and actually, when we were first in Slatington in 2016 with our own booth, uh, we had VHS tapes. And the first two months we were there, VHS tapes made the rent. And we sold them for, you know, anywhere between a dollar and, and five dollars. Mm-hmm. And you know, I've, I did an, an Instagram post um, a while back. It was, it was a story. So I'd probably have to pull it up and pin it, but I'll make sure I do that, you know, before this airs yeah. where I sold um, the breakfast club VHS used. I got it I, half pennies. I mean, it was n- darn near free for me mm-hmm. um, at a yard sale in a box of VHS tapes. So I literally went one day and just started taking pictures of these tapes and putting them up on eBay. And I sold it for $2.98 plus shipping. And I put down my time and I said, I figured, you know, it took me literally using everything on eBay. Now I'm good at getting better at listing. So it took me a little less time, but basically I had that photoed up and listed in three minutes. I counted, you know, I gave myself five minutes to store. So I gave myself five minutes to pull it and pack it, which is way more than you really need when you're, when you have your inventory set and basically calculated my time versus the money I made after fees and everything. And it still came out to $79 an hour for that one VHS tape. So certainly, yeah, you have to do a larger volume with small dollar items, but they're easy. They're easy to store. And a lot of times, as long as you're doing your research, things move quickly. Don't be afraid to start small. Don't think you have to go out and to 25 yard sales and, and try and find that grail that you always see on YouTube shows or that you have to go to Goodwill and drop $50 on a pile of clothes. I mean, you really don't. Um, it's one of the very few things in this world, in, in this country that you can start with literally nothing and yeah. do it. Just jump in and do more. it. I could not agree more. I mean, one, of, one of my great like, advice. tenets is there's no reason you need to go into debt. If you need a, you don't need a fancy camera. You don't need a fancy photo. Like you just use what you have to start. And when you have money, you can upgrade, Mm -hmm. but don't spend anything. I love that advice. That's cool. Great advice. And I'm going to throw one more thing in here because I've just been, I was just thinking about it this morning as I was shipping. I had a lot of like 2000, um, the old pins, like the vintage pins, like, Mm -hmm. um, you know, like eighties and stuff like that. And, you know, I sell them for like nine bucks for a lot of them. 
And I thought, you know, is it really worth it? And I was back and forth. And my new thought, and I love, so I love what you said about like the low, the low dollar value and getting started that way. Cause it does, you know, keep the algorithm going and keep mm-hmm. things moving. But in addition to that, each time you send out that small thing, you have the opportunity to have a repeat customer and invite them Absolutely. into your store and into your business. Absolutely. So I've been really seeing like an added value in those low dollar value items. That's like an opportunity to capture that customer. It is. And a lot of times that customer is somebody who, okay, maybe they don't have, you know, $20 to spend on something. Maybe they have 10 and, you know, with, with the price of gas and everything going on these days and, and groceries and whatnot, people still want to get themselves something or they want to get a gift for somebody but you know, if you can still have that availability of something that's affordable, that's within reach, that person will remember you and then they'll come back. Mm-hmm. And maybe when they have more money, they'll come back and spend more with you. And that's sort of the premise behind that as well. That, you know, like you said, everything is an opportunity. And that's that's a, definitely a salesman mindset too, is, is you always you always have an opportunity. Every time you you have contact, you touch, you reach out to a customer that is an opportunity. And then there's, it could be a one-time thing. That's great. It could be a many time thing. You know, one of the things that we've started to see with our eBay store is we have a couple of folks who I think are resellers on the West coast that because their gas is even higher. um, We had somebody come in and buy 20 things off of us in one shot out of the store. Mm -hmm. And it was things, 20 different listings, but what they did was they went through and they literally bought everything. And it's okay. Well, we, we put best offer in all of our listings, every single one of them, every single time, because if you, you know, we make sure we have that padding in and we can go up to 20 or 25% off right off the bat. So when they came in and said, well, we want to do a bunch of stuff. Can you combine shipping and, and give us a deal? Well, absolutely. You know? So um, we're starting to, to kind of make some inroads in that circle on eBay, which would be really awesome because then that really um, builds your velocity. eBay loves velocity. Everything I you guess. put in and everything mm-hmm. you put out, like they, the more you sell, the better you, the, the better your postings get, the, the higher up in search you are. And, you know, the more eyes fall onto your items. And that's one thing I've really noticed. eBay is really good with that. Um, Etsy to a point, Etsy's a completely different um, audience, Yeah, but it's, it's a lot slower. There's a lot less traffic and it's a lot more bougie, I guess is the way I, I, I call it. Yeah. Um, it's a little more bougie. I, yeah. But um, like, if you're looking to get started and you want to, you want to make money quick, you have a goal, you want to buy a car, you want to get out of debt. You want to, you want just some extra money to do some extra things. You know, do you want to just buffer your savings a little bit? Um, eBay is definitely the way to do it. And don't be afraid to start small. Love it. I love that is the first time we've gotten the advice about those low dollar value items. And it's a question that I ask other resellers a lot is like, do you have a minimum? Do you have? And um, it's the first time I've actually got that answer. And I definitely agree with you on that because of the velocity, the repeat customers, but it is an unusual answer and it's not the way most people would answer, but no, a lot of people say it's, (laughs) yeah, a lot of people say it's not worth their time. And, Mm -hmm. and I, you know, if you know your numbers and you look at things, it definitely is worth your time. Um, Just from a number standpoint, it's worth your time. And, you know, from a, uh, even from just a customer uh, communication standpoint, it's also worth your time. Um, it's, yeah. it's, 
you know, it, it's definitely worth your time. It's definitely worth starting small. Um, you know, I forget what the, the statistic was. Somebody had mentioned it. And I basically what it boils down to is the average dollar sale on eBay is under $20. So, you know, anything you can think of, you know, cars, refrigerators, appliances on, on the far end, luxury goods in the middle, but then you've got DVDs and VHSs on the other end, it still doesn't matter. All of that averages out to less than $20 a sale on eBay. And I wish I could cite that fact. Um, if I find it, I'll email you guys and figure awesome. out who said that. But yeah, but yeah I, cause that kind of stuck with me at, and that's kind of how we formulate, you know, our, our shared vision that we've had too, Christy and I, is that we want to give affordable things to people. Like we want people to, to come to our store and be like, Oh yeah, I could get that. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want them to come in and go, Oh wow, that's so neat. You know? Um, but it's three, four or $500 or, you know, a thousand dollars. I mean, sure. We have, we do have one of those items in our store, but you know, it hasn't sold yet. It's been there since almost day one, <laughs> but we also have a lot of that, you know, my average say I have a spreadsheet up on my computer in front of me. Our average sale is $19 and 19 cents right now. Um, and you know, if I, if I look at what my sell through rate currently is about 18%. So um, with 746 listings today, you know, I'm averaging four and a half sales a day. So kind of getting into another thing I wanted to talk about is knowing your numbers, knowing your numbers, like the back of your hand is, is very huge too, to be successful, but to get started, you know, you don't need much, you really don't. And you don't need to be expensive. Yeah. Love it. I definitely agree with that. Um, Um, As we are unfortunately running low on time because you have so much information, I think I'm sure Libby feels the same, could listen to you and talk to you all day long. Yeah, definitely. I want to know before we run out of time, what is the one thing that you are most proud of about your business? The one thing I'm most proud of is the fact that I've got 100% feedback on eBay we're top seller plus um, our Etsy store is top seller rated. Um, you know, I, I pride myself with good customer service, you know, with top seller plus you have to have free returns. We do free domestic 30 day returns out of the last 400 and where are we 422 sales. Um, since I started this account, I've had three return requests and I've not received one of the products back. One was damaged in shipping, but insured. We took care of that for the customer, um, refunded them up front. I took care of the insurance paperwork in the back end. I got reimbursed for it. No big deal. Um, the second one we're kind of working through right now. It may or may not be a scam, but don't be afraid of that. I mean, that's one sale out of 400. I mean, what's do the math on that 0.001%. Right. <laughs> right. And then uh, the third return um, was 100% my fault. I shipped the wrong item. Um, And I just, I swapped labels, had the wrong thing, and I took care of it for the customer. Um, I paid for the shipment back to myself um, from both customers, made sure they got to the right right places and and did overnight shipping back. Cost me a little bit more on the front end, but, you know, I, I pride myself on good customer service. Both of those problems both netted in positive uh, feedback. So, you know, it mistakes will happen, but I pride myself on 
how quickly we've been able to grow. And, and a lot of that is due to good customer service. So awesome. Wonderful. Oh my gosh. It has been such a blessing to have you here with us today and to hear all about your business and how quickly you're growing and the fact that you and your wife work together and we're going to have to meet her at some point too. Yes, right? Definitely. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to get her on for sure. Absolutely. In fact, I don't like to list glassware, so you might have a connection over here. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Yeah, no problem. Not my favorite thing to do. All right. And Molly, is there anything you want to say? In I Listen, I mean, I like I say, I could go on and on and on, but unfortunately, time does not allow that. <laughs> so we'll have to talk again, I think. Definitely. Anytime you guys would like, I'd love to come back and we could talk about some, maybe some higher level things. Yeah. yeah whatever. Love yeah, it. Definitely. Or a wealth of knowledge, Matt, that's for sure. I think everybody needs to go check out his links that you're putting in the show notes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, we look forward to talking to you again in the yeah. future. Thank you so much. Appreciate you guys having me. Thank you very much. All right. Bye. Take care. Wow. He's a wealth of information, right? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad he's in the community. He has a unique, a somewhat unique, his questions to the answers were unique that we really hadn't seen before. That was, yes, a lot of fun. I agree. I mean, I, we always say we learn something from each one we do, but he, definitely taught some things there and I love that he's on the same train of thought that we always preach about start simple Mm. start slow I mean I that's we can't drill that in enough right so to have somebody else that you didn't even know was going to be right on the same page yes yes I just loved some of his advice um, I definitely want to get into spl- exploring the numbers a little bit more because I know we're big on, well, particularly I'm big on exploring you. your numbers, knowing your numbers. Uh, and that looks different for everybody. I just want to say that. So when we do start to talk about that, don't get overwhelmed because I take a page from Scavenger Life. So what they always say is you track what makes sense to you. I like that. It is simple or as complicated as you need. Yeah. So I like that. I can see you getting into the numbers thing with him. I can see me being way overwhelmed in the numbers thing. (laughs) I need you two to have the numbers like episode where you dig deep because there's a lot of other people like you who are into that. And then I need you and I after to do the Molly version of it so that those that are like me understand what y'all did before. Yeah. I think that's interesting to meet his wife. I think they're going to be a future dream team here. I, I like- know. Up and coming dynamic duo. I love yes. it. Love it a lot. Yes. So, uh, all right, what's going on in our community? That's what I was going to ask. I know we've done some, um, we did a list of Palooza. We've got more coming up in the near future. Those dates have been put out there and will continue mm-hmm. to be put out there. Book club. Oh, wait, before we say anything else, guys, like, and subscribe to this video. Let's get out there. Let's give us the thumbs up. Um, and if you're on Apple Podcasts, drop us a review. We haven't gotten a review on Apple Podcasts in a while. What's up with that? I have no idea because I know people are out there listening. Our listenership is way up, uh, but we haven't gotten a review. Hmm. hmm. Oh, come are on, y'all. Listening? Maybe they're not listening on Apple Podcasts is the other thing because there's so many different uh, platforms so to listen, well, listen to your podcasts on. Take a minute and run over to Apple Podcasts. And just do that five-star review for, because it helps us in ways that you don't even know. Yes, absolutely. We appreciate, we appreciate the love. 
All right, so community. Wow, I mean, our community is growing and it's really, really amazing to be a part of it. I said a couple of weeks ago, we were in like at the ground level, especially with Patreon, like we were just building. Now I feel like, I don't know, we might be at the first floor. Have we made it? I don't think we're ground level anymore. I don't think we're ground level anymore. Yeah. All right. Still a great time to hop on. First floor, still a great time to hop on. Yeah. And a lot of, um, our community is such a mix of people who are just so seasoned and have been doing this for 20 plus years and people who are just thinking about making that uh, leap into reselling or just dipping their toe in the water or just dipping their toe in the water to adding consignment to their already existing reseller business. So we're there and we have such good advice givers. Yes, I was going to say, we really have managed somehow, I think just maybe it's our mission statement, maybe it's who we are, to really put together such a positive group of people who all the comments when somebody asks a question, the feedback they get from the other um, other sea chatters in our community, it's always mm-hmm. so, it's such sound advice and it's so uplifting and it's definitely hashtag collaboration over competition for sure. And I, I get sometimes a little, I don't know, teary eyed over it because it's everything we wanted it to be. We want, you get on these groups so often and a lot of negativity can flow, but we really have people who are running their businesses, but selflessly giving and boosting others in their journey. And I have to say, you know, that is really because of you and because we had, you developed such a strong mission for consignment chats, which, you know, we really believe in having a mission because it was very easy in the very beginning to get caught up in like, okay, you know, these podcasters or these YouTubers have a huge following and they're doing haul videos and they're doing this. And it's all like, I'm not saying anything negative against no, it. it's not a lot of like glitz and glam and hype and it was tempting to almost go that route but it was not who we were or what we wanted to build so we decided on slow you know slow growth and getting the right people and I think now we're starting to see just how beneficial that is to our community to have you know serious business-minded people that are making a go of this and really want to do the best they can. And those are the times I get up on my soapbox and say to people in their business, and it goes to us and our business, always be authentic to who you are. And the people, the right people will come to you and the right people will get into your community and the right people will do what you're hoping will happen. Yep. Good. Little public service announcement there. I like that, Molly. Kumbaya. Oh, I better not sing. We'll get, oh my gosh. We'll get oh shut gosh. down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's, is that copyrighted? <laughs> I, it, you know what it could be, but the way I sang it out of tune, I don't think it'll pick it up. <laughs> the bots won't pick it up. Yeah. <laughs> the bots will totally go. Don't know what that was. All right. Well, listen, I want to just mention about our book club. We are oh, reading, yes. uh, building a brand story by Donald Miller. And I actually happen to be perusing his Facebook page today, yeah, uh, his business page. And uh, he has some really interesting books and philosophies and just is very, very 
well-spoken and things are very well written and very well thought out. So I am just, I, I, I can't wait to talk to everybody about it. We have two branding experts in our book club that they do branding. Oh, wait, three. I'm sorry. I didn't count you because you're, you know, a moderator. It's my, my bad. Me. It's just me. Yeah. And they are also excited about reading the book. So this is going to be a great, great discussion this summer. So pick up your summer reading. We're going to take it slow and easy, but we are going to learn a lot. And, love and a lot. you'll link that up again in the show it's notes. always linked at consignmentchats.com. All right. Consignmentchats.com. Always chats. linked up. <laughs> All right. So many great things going on. All right. Until next week, my friend. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for joining Libby and Molly, the ladies of Consignment Chats, as we build a resourceful community of collaborative resellers. Find all the ways to connect with us at consignmentchats.com. Episodes are available on YouTube and anywhere you get your podcasts. In addition, you can find us on Facebook in our Consignment Chats community. Until next time.